Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Static Shock Podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 116, The Big Leagues and Power Play. Hi, pals. We're up to season two already of the show, if you can believe it. We did it. We made it to season two. I, it only took us six weeks. It, uh, was not, it was not difficult. No, I'm Al. I'm Maggie. And yeah, uh, but there is a huge development. Mm-hmm. Um, the show uh, has completely uh, changed perspectives, like uh, completely obliterated everything we thought about it. That's mm-hmm. not true at all. No. The show has justified bit. the reason why it's on this podcast is what yep. it's done. <laughs> Thanks, now, show. It now officially exists in the DC Animated Universe. We could have skipped all of season one because yep. apparently it didn't at that point. Yeah. Someone knew who Clark Kent was. Yeah, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's fine. <laughs> Maybe it was during one of those times when the whole world knew who Superman was and then they all got amnesia again or something. You know, mm-hmm. it's, just do some comic book bullshit. It's I, fine. Uh, I don't think Bendis was writing uh, DC comics <laughs> at the time, so uh, that doesn't make any sense to me. No, 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 no. Like, this, this could be one of those times where it happened within an issue. Oh, yeah. And okay. by the end, it all goes back to the, you know, it's like an imaginary story or whatever. Oh, yeah. Not not a hoax, not an imaginary story, but also definitely a ma- an imaginary story. Well, they're all imaginary stories, Maggie. That's yeah. that's what, um, well, that's what this one writer told me, but I had to take his name out of the podcast. Yeah. But you know who I mean. Yeah. Don't talk, Grant Morrison. Don't talk about my name. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> in uh, the most recent issue or uh, episode of Riverdale, mm-hmm. uh, Jughead. Uh-huh. Name checks Alan Moore inexplicably. Oh my god! Uh, you can get me anytime just by going, "Hey Maggie!" In the most recent episode of Riverdale, Jughead was heard to say, "Yes." Well, they've been doing this thing where they show them as sort of the classic versions of the comic characters, and mm-hmm. uh, Sabrina from the Netflix show showed up, and they did her up to look like Sabrina from the comics. And Ooh, that's fu- awesome! Fucking nailed it. She looked yep. great. Ugh. Yep. I gotta watch that fucking show. No, you don't. <sighs> It's probably, honestly, a good podcast we could do is you and Tilo explaining Riverdale episodes to me. Well, I've said this before, but so much happens in that show that if someone leaves the room to get a snack or go to the bathroom, it takes me longer to tell them what happened than than the scene itself, because there's just so many things. Yeah, that's good content, Al. (laughs) That's true. Um, It's a great show, but it's a Mm -hmm. terrible show. Uh, But this show is Mm -hmm. all right. It's not so bad. It is all right. It's, you know, a little better, I think, for, mm-hmm. for the presence of, a, of an old friend. Why don't you mm-hmm. tell us about the big leagues? All righty. <clears throat> so Static's chasing down yet another bang, baby. Oh, I was really hoping that would get better in season two, and no, it didn't. <laughs> At the farmer's market, and also hoping to buy a scented candle and get his knife his knives sharpened if the guy is still there at two. The bang baby in question is Weasel, who has the power to smell things. The knife-sharpening guy in question is Big Jim Dickens, who has the power to make your scissors work better, and he is, frankly, a better adversary for Static. Anyway, Static chases Weasel, but he's distracted by menacing laughter and balloons coming from the sewer. We all float down here, says a voice from the sewer. We float up here, too, said Static, who is actively flying. <laughs> Virgil loses Weasel, but he's quickly found by ba 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 the Clown Prince of Crime, the Harlequin Quid of Hate, the Book of Eli, the Joker, <laughs> who is in Dakota. 
Joker recruits the Metabreed to be his new henchman, plus the guy who threw flaming hot dogs in the park, and a guy named Kanga who is from Jamaica and has the power of big feet. Wow, we just started season two and we're already scraping through the bottom of the barrel power-wise, huh? <laughs> Missing is Ebon, who is in prison, I guess, which sucks because he's actually an interesting villain, whereas the Metabreed still insists on keeping Knife Guy around. And nobody likes Knife Guy, especially Big Jim Dickens, the knife-sharpening guy, and he likes everybody. He's a good dude, is Big Jim Dickens. Anyway, Joker and the Metabreed rob a bank and escape, leaving a note at a Joker-gassed weasel for Static to find, which is a disgusting sentence now that I'm reading it out loud. <laughs> Static takes Weasel to the hospital, where Batman and a post-puberty Robin have arrived to track Joker. Apparently, Bats is in a good mood because he allows Static to join in their reindeer games, which is a nice change from being a grumpy asshole. I mean, he's still a grumpy asshole, but in a friendly way. Batman gifts Static with a bat communicator and tells him to contact him if anything com comes up. And then, Jer Ver bleh, and then Virgil has to go, ho go home because he needs to be inside before the sun comes down. Uh, before that happens, though, Virgil spots Talon and follows her to the Metabreed's hideout. Static contacts Batman with a big electric bat signal because he somehow lost his bat communicator in the last two sentences. Verge, if <laughs> Batman gave me a radio and I lost it, I would assume that I was also late for a test I didn't know about because that is my greatest nightmare. Anyway, Batman and Robin, forgetting whose show this is, head in to fight to find Joker, leaving Static behind. They are instantly captured by the Metabreed, who are honestly way out of their league fighting Batman and Robin. And also, I keep wanting to call them Nightbreed, and it's making the summary really difficult to write. <laughs> so Joker ties Batman and Robin to his new car with his face on it, and, and Static follows, helping Batman and Robin escape, and then everyone fights for a while. The Nightbreed, Metabreed, god damn it, get their asses kicked, and Virgil electrocutes the Joker, which is pretty awesome. Batman and Robin head back to Gotham, and Batman tells Static that he did a good job, which is more praise than Tim, Dick, or Babs ever heard in their entire lives. Looks like Dad has a new favorite. <laughs> so, I hate to correct you. I really do. Mm -hmm. I, you know I'm not a correction guy. Mm -hmm. But it's not Weasel. It's Ferret. Is it Ferret? It's Ferret, because at one point I misheard it as Parrot. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, how is the smell guy with the weird-shaped face called Parrot? Oh, it's Ferret. Oh, okay. I think I'll call myself Ferret. <laughs> Parrot? Uh -huh. Like, he doesn't have a pointy ferret mouth, so, like, I could see why you're like, I don't know, one of those one of those rodents. Mm -hmm, I guess. <laughs> He's uh, some kind of rodent, I don't know which. <laughs> <sighs> but actually, your good thing relates to uh, Weasel Ferret. It sure does. I, uh, I really like Weasel Ferret's power is that he can smell really well and also run around on, on four legs. Like, uh -huh. I love someone who gets a shitty useless power and decides to still be a villain. Because what else is he going to do? Like, that guy could just go to work and go, yeah, I got uh, I got uh, powers now, but... Uh, oh, I can tell you guys got the hazelnut coffee in the mm -hmm. break room. Wow, uh, the break room's like six cubicles down. That's impressive. No, there's a there's a part where he like sniffs the air and he's like, I can smell this, this, this. Yeah, like Static's ozone coming. and yeah. uh, ozone and mint toothpaste. Yep. It's static and like I like that. I just like it. Just, I'm gonna use my shitty powers to rob the farmers market. Mm hmm. I mean, Which, it's Dakota. What mm -hmm. What are you gonna do? It's like the mall is still empty from the paper, from whoever robbed it last week. <laughs> I got, it's, um, uh, Doogie. Doogie. Yeah. Mul multiple Doogie. What the fuck was his name? I, I think forget. it was Multiple Doogie. Yeah, that's probably it. That's way better than what it actually was, which I think was a replay. Yeah. Well, that was the name of the episode. I can't remember if it was also the guy. You might be right. Uh-huh. Um, I gotta ask, mm -hmm. is Big 
Jim Dickens anything, or is that just the name you pulled? That's just the name I pulled. Okay. Is that it because you wanted like... to say Big Dick a lot? No, it just sounded like a guy who uh, sharpened knives at the uh, at the farmer's market. Mm-hmm. All right. There's I a maybe... farmer's market by my uh, apartment that we go to sometimes, and there's always kind of a big dude sitting there, like, sharpening yeah. knives and stuff. Yeah, and I love that that's sort of the Venn diagram crossover of, uh, like, Portland hipsters mm-hmm. and genuine, like, farmer types. Yeah, exactly. Could be one, could be the other. Not mm-hmm. sure. Can't tell unless I see the tattoos. He'll also clean your glasses, but it's literally literally with his own glasses cleaning kit that he has for his glasses. <laughs> That's not much of a service. I mean, it's nice. It's a little weird. Hey, come here for a sec. I'll clean those glasses for you. That's that's okay, Big Jim. It looks like your phone has a thumbprint on it. I can I can I can get that too. Whip that shit out. What with the thing mm-hmm. on Windex? Yeah. What else would I use? Mm-hmm. All right. No, I, I guess one this of those, is a uh, service I can't get at home. I mean, that's true. Unless I do it myself, which mm-hmm. I always do. Because mm-hmm. glasses never stop getting smudged. They uh, they will smudge in the process of being cleaned. Yeah. Ugh, just the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, My good thing. Yes. Virgil's dad calling him in the, in the middle of a, his first big grown-up superhero yep. team-up is so good. That's like, fantastic. So much of this, I don't know if it was intentional, but so much of this reminded me of World's Finest because, mm-hmm. you know, Superman teamed up with Batman and he also felt a little intimidated. Yeah. However, at the end of that adventure, Batman didn't say, good job, maybe we'll mm-hmm. team up again. He yep. said, fuck off, I won't call, I'll lose my phone number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he respects Virgil. He mm-hmm. begrudgingly worked with Superman. Yeah. But the the the, spe- the specific thing about him being a teenager, not... Under the care of the guy, the rich guy who's also the superhero, but just a regular kid mm-hmm. who has to do regular kid shit, like, is nice. Like, oh, God, my dad. Oh, this, you, you talked about your worst nightmare being lo- losing something Batman gave you. I, to me, this was worse. Mm-hmm. It's, okay, you're 15, 16, however old he's supposed to be. Yeah. 17 at the absolute oldest, but he's, you know, he's in high school. Yeah. Um, And... You you have an opportunity to look like a, an adult for the first time in front of an adult that's very impressive. In front and of then Batman. And then your mom calls and says, oh, hi, my special little guy. You know, like, what? It's just, the, oh, God. Let's I sing the I Love Jimmy You Jams. song together. Yeah. Oh. Mom, please don't make me sing the I Love You song. I, you know, just like j- just like the parent that I just made up that is obviously just Marge Simpson because yep. ah. my brain can't think of new information. It's just Simpsons mm-hmm. quotes. But like, you know, his dad means well. Like yeah. his dad wants him to be safe and he's got a curfew and he's got mm-hmm. homework. And, you know, his, his dad's not being a dick. He's just calling to say, hey, we said eight o'clock. Where are you? Yeah, exactly. I love it. I'm out with Batman. Oh, no, you're not. You know what? If you're going to lie to me, then you don't. Uh... Yeah. Look, you're 16 years old. You, you most kids stop lying about hanging out with Batman when they're five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I really okay. You know the very fact that you call it hanging out with Batman means that you're not ready. <laughs> <sighs> oh, you had a you had a really interesting. Hey, it's that guy. Oh yeah. Uh, so uh, this episode features Mark Hamill, uh, the guy who played Wing Commander in Wing Commander Three: Heart of the Tiger. Oh wow, yeah. I looked this guy up, and he mm-hmm. also played. He's also playing Murph Pumpkinhead in the Sandman. That's oh no, up. kidding! That show looks really good. Yeah. So uh, you know, good good to see that guy yeah. getting work. Good for him. Yeah. I was like Wing Commander. Mm-hmm. Wing Commander Two. <laughs> <laughs> that lie is like ash in my mouth. I have never played a Wing Commander game in my life. Uh, I borrowed one for a little while when I worked at Electronics Boutique, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they're fine. 
It's like if I wanted to play this, TIE Fighter existed at the time, and that game ruled. Mm. No, TIE Fighter actually, or I think Wing, I think uh, X-Wing was first, and then TIE Fighter. Yeah, I think you're right. But I think those games were a reaction to Wing Commander. They're like, mm. oh, people want space flight simulators. Well, we've got something they'll actually want to fly. Yeah, no, people want to fly an X-Wing fighter. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'd much rather fly a TIE Fighter. You were mm -hmm. right to, to jump to that one. That game ruled. Like, Who wants to be the good guys? Exactly. <laughs> I love that, like, there was a thing in that game where, like, the Emperor just came up to you and was like, I've seen you around here. You're a really good soldier. I'm going to give you some tips and secret messages and stuff. You're a real hotshot. <laughs> I like your style. I know I've got this Darth Vader guy who's, like, f powerful in the Force and, like, this big robot armor guy with the laser sword. But you know who I really like is Rando TIE Fighter number 157. You're doing a great job, kid. I feel like I feel like he just did that to undermine Vader, though. I mean, he did a ton of stuff to undermine Vader. You know who's a better TIE Fighter pilot than Darth Vader? This guy. This loser. Uh-huh. Uh, I could, oh. that's a whole other podcast. I could talk about Palpatine, like, <laughs> just nonstop for a month. The, getting off on a tangent here for a second. The thing I love about the expanded universe of Star Wars is that the Emperor had eight trillion plans going at any given time. The thing is, I believe that. I absolutely believe it, too. It's just so funny. It's like, I've got, like, a line of, like, new Darth Vader replacements that's yeah. like fucking out the door. I got so many of these guys. Yeah, the, the minute this guy makes one bad step, that's it. I'm honestly shocked he made it through three goddamn movies. Can you believe this? Mm -hmm. I should have fired his ass after the Obi-Wan TV series, but whatever. <laughs> oh, man. No, but uh, he did. He did uh, fight him with a giant space squid mm -hmm. in the comics, yep. which was amazing. Yes, it was. Ah, uh, anyway, speaking of um, evil guys with the voice, nothing like that. Amazing, amazing uh, the, segue. God, yeah. we're good at this. Yeah, I've been doing this for a lot of years, man. Mm -hmm. Um, we we uh, we got Mister J, or as he mm -hmm. calls himself in this, Uncle J, for he some inexplicable reason. He insists on being called Uncle J, and I do not care for it. Like he's always got those throwaway things where he's like Uncle J, and then they never bring it up again. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, you're right. He keeps saying it, and then they're calling. It's like uh, Uncle J. Yes, that's my name. Don't wear it out. The the weird thing mm -hmm. is he's pretty nice to these kids. It's weird, right? Like like yeah, he. Uh, you know, uh, gas is ferret because mm -hmm. ferret doesn't want to join the gang. But like, I don't want to join your gang, Mister the Joker. Because please, Mister Uncle, Uncle the Joker, Mister Uncle Jay the Joker. Uncle Jay is for Joker. I don't. Uh huh. Mister Jay. Because like, I'm real into this whole robbing farmers markets thing. Because there's a lot of stuff to smell at a farmer's market. You oh, been, God, like, I love a farmer's market. I remember with my just regular human nose, I smelled a lot of cool stuff. But, mm -hmm. but now? Yes, yes, we all love the farmer's market. There's one down the street from my latest hideout. <laughs> Who doesn't love to sniff a farmer? <laughs> um, But apart from that, he mm -hmm. treats the gang. Like, when Batman shows up, he's like, uh, what did he say? I've got the local all-star team working for me. Like, this is the B team at best, yeah. man. They you got no Puff, no Ebon. Like, yeah. the best guys are not here. It, the only way these guys are the all-stars is in that I found them extremely disappointing. <laughs> They're the all-stars in the sense of the Smash Mouth song. Yes, exactly. Hey, now, you're an all-star. <laughs> Get your game on and go kick the shit out of Batman. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't want to do it. Go play. I like uh, you... you 
were correct to point this out in your summary that who knows why the fuck he's in Dakota. Mm-hmm. Um, they very gloss over this, very much gloss over this in uh, when when Static's like, "What's the Joker doing in my town?" And Batman goes, "He's bored." And then that's it. That's yep. all we get. He's bored. I think I'll go fuck with that Lightning Kid over in Dakota, which God knows how far that is. Mm-hmm. Like map okay. of the DC universe. This is this is printed in five dimensions. What the mm-hmm. hell? What the fuck is the dark multiverse? They, um, I was really surprised to see uh, a writer's name on this. First of all, that wasn't Paul Dini, Mm because I just assumed, oh, Oh. here comes the Joker. Yeah, no, it's the Joker. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. No one's writing the Joker except me now. It's like it's like back in the day uh, when you'd get a big event episode of Mm -hmm. Buffy or Angel. Uh, Joss Whedon would always stop whatever other project he was doing and come back Mm -hmm. and write and direct it because, oh, no, no, no. You guys, you guys can do the the throwaways, but uh, big season finale. This one's mine. That one's all mine. Okay. Yeah. Now, if, Paul you'll Dini... excuse, if you excuse me, I have to go be disgusting. Yeah, I'm, I was trying to forget that for just a moment. <laughs> it's difficult. Ugh. But I was like, I, I kind of picture Paul Dini doing the same thing, not mm-hmm. the disgusting part. The, no, I the, would hope not. Anyway, like, oh, Joker episode, yoink. Yep. Dibs. Hey, but... I was really hoping I could write a Joker episode. Nope. Yep. And uh, it wasn't him, and it wasn't um, Dwayne McDuffie either, which I also mm-hmm. thought he would have gotten first dibs on something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. But, you know, um, the the writer, and I'm stalling because I can't remember who uh, the Oh, it's just one of their guys, uh, Len right. Uli, which, who right. I don't know off the top of my head, but uh, uh, just one of, their, one of their writers. He mm-hmm. did an okay job. Like, he yeah. wrote the Joker and Batman and everybody in character. Batman, mm-hmm. as you correctly pointed out, was a little nicer. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, Static doesn't need that, like... Batman drill instructor shit. Yeah. Like, he's some kid who's trying to help you. I've just, I've seen a lot of stuff where Batman will show up and just be like, all right, you're an idiot. I'm Batman. Everybody shut up and do what I say. Yeah, like, like I said, he was like, that was Superman. Yeah. Like, Superman. Bat- like, Batman never seems out of character in this. No. It And it feels like it's very much like, well, I've worked with Robins for a while now. Like, I get it. Fucking teenage superheroes are not intrinsically a bad thing. And I usually, I've we said this all throughout the animated series, didn't really understand the point of Robin. I never did. Like, no. Here's a relatable character for kids. Blech. Mm-hmm. But this is one of the first times I actually see how that's useful. Yeah. Because Robin's there to relate to Static. Batman mm-hmm. does his Batman thing. But there's also... Static also has a peer. Yeah. Oh, I... this kid's about my age. He mm-hmm. relates to me. He's not being a dick. He's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. He likes me. The so, uh, It's nice. The... The the bit where they're like examining is like mud or something on like mm-hmm. uh, ferret's shoe, and Robin's like, "No, you can tell from this that it's from here and like whatever." And and Stack's like, "Oh yeah, of course, that makes perfect sense." Yeah. Well, I love like, I love that bit. Mm-hmm. I love seeing Batman like training Robin. Yeah. And that's what he's doing. He's like, uh, and, "And are there any fibers? And what does this kind of fiber tell you?" And mm-hmm. like, it's it's that's exactly how he would train him. And Virgil's like, "Well." Me and Richie got the science thing down, but I don't. Yeah. I don't know this detective stuff. I'm in over my head here. That's like that's the thing. I really like like Virgil. Just like, oh, okay, actually, I can do. I I absolutely can do this. I just need to think about it like this. Yeah, and I I haven't developed this skill, but I bet I could. I've got yeah. a, you know, I'm good at science, so I probably have a good analytical mind. Mm-hmm. I just haven't thought like a detective before. I usually have to punch guys. Yeah. We're more oh, there's of a, a lot of that too. <laughs> we're more of a we're more of a punching uh, superhero team up. Yeah, we uh, we we get those a lot. Yeah, look, that's that's pretty much my deal too. Listen, but, if you uh, want to be around for like 80, 80 years or whatever I'm at now, you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta expand a little bit. Yeah, you gotta be the world's greatest detective as well as 
having a gun at the beginning, I guess. I was uh, I was a little disappointed they didn't get Kevin Conroy to say Bang Babies, though. Yeah, that's too bad. That would have been terrible, but great. If we're going to stick with Bang Babies, and we clearly are, yep. uh, it would be nice to get, uh, we have to do something about these Bang Babies, Robin. Maggie, if you had a car, I would want to make a bumper sticker for you that says, stick with Bang Babies. <laughs> They've got my vote. Mm-hmm. I'd like to say that Bang Babies most... Wow, I got stuck in that one. <laughs> Bang Babies do not have my vote. Okay. Uh, what was your bad thing? Jesus, that was like a, some porky pig shit for a second there. <laughs> uh, my bad thing... <laughs> my bad thing is uh, Joker's gross teeth. Uh, I hate them. Okay. Describe um, them to they the listeners. are... So jo- the second Joker shows up, he's got these little tiny little teeth, and he's got like a million of them. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like shark teeth, and they are deeply upsetting. Huh. All right. And like the rest of the redesign on him is pretty good. He's got like these really great like long uh, like pointy shoulders, and he just sort of like looms into scenes. Yeah, I thought like I see here that you have you have written that you don't think that the the styles meshed pretty well. I thought they did an okay mm-hmm. job of of taking these familiar characters and designs and making them work here yeah. without them feeling like they were from somewhere else. But, you know. Now, that if was you... my big one, is like... Yeah, no, I, I can see that. You know, fine. The thing is, the Joker... This is a weird sentence I'm about to say. Yes. The Joker's mouth will continue to be a point of contention throughout the various series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> As uh, in Justice League, they lose his red lips for a while and... Uh, I've listened to the commentaries that that were on the DVDs, and mm-hmm. they were so upset about that. It's it it really takes uh, something away from the character, you know. Well, he looks less like a clown, and he's exactly. supposed to be a clown. Otherwise, he just looks like a pale guy who dyed his hair green. Mm-hmm. I work. I live in Portland. I see those every day. Well, yeah, but you probably also see people who actually want to be the Joker. Because I also see a lot of people who actually want to be the Joker. We live in a society, man. We dancing up the stairs, and I don't know. I don't know anything about that movie. Just, just the douchebags really took a shine to it. Oh, it might be God. fine, but you know, I'll never know. Like, I you've said before, you might watch it. It might be good. Who knows? I mean, it's free on HBO Max. I could just watch it, mm-hmm. and also I don't want to. Okay, all right. Uh, Brian's probably going to make you watch it. He probably will. Like we're we're like three years away from Brian being all like, all right, we're watching the Joker. Mm-hmm. <sighs> uh, my bad thing. Yeah. So, uh, Batman and Robin get kidnapped, and that doesn't bother me because mm-hmm. that happens from time to time. Um, and you know they're they're tied up on the back of a of a fire engine. And mm-hmm. side note, I always love. We pointed this out during the entire animated series. I love when the Joker does some thematic thing and dresses up in the costume of whatever it is. Like, yep. they stole a fire engine and he's wearing the full, the helmet, the jacket, all of it. Mm-hmm. He's he's sounding the little woo-woo thing. Like, yep. he's, he's every everything he does that involves, like, a costume change, he will do. Well, it's like when he stole that airplane and he did the whole, like, uh, fi- uh, World War One flying ace thing. Yeah, exactly. And he's done that a lot, and I, yeah. I love it every time. It's always um, good. But the the fire engine rolls by with them tied up, like, in classic, you know, death trap mm. uh, uh, style. You know, like, uh, hands bound over their heads, mm. gagged. And and Virgil's like, shit, I guess I gotta save Batman and Robin now. I gotta save Batman and Robin now! <laughs> Which is great. Yep. Um, great payoff to his whole, like, oh, am I good enough? Mm-hmm. Um, but, so he's trying to figure out how to, uh, how to reach Batman. And he's like, well, 
if he's got a radio, that means we should be able to hack into it. Now, first of all, you and Richie are good at this stuff, but you're not better than Batman, this man. This is Batman, yeah. That also, quick, another quick side trip here. Sorry, a lot of these. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bit at the beginning where he's chasing uh, probably Ferret, mm-hmm. and uh, he speaks into his sleeve like a Secret Service guy, and he goes, uh, I'm apprehending the suspect. And it's like, Virgil, did you just pretend you're speaking on a radio? You're carrying a radio. And, <laughs> you and were you so cute. A- and you have a friend who wants to know if you're apprehending the suspect. Yeah, like, but no, he was just playing cops and robbers mm-hmm. while he was actually catching a robber. I and it was it. the cutest thing. I love this kid so much. Yeah, this is a very little kid thing to do. It was very mm-hmm. cute. Anyway, um, but so he he says, well, I know. And he flies up into the clouds, finds the bat wing, mm-hmm. just pops the thing open and starts flying it around. Yep. Like, it's so easy. Like, he doesn't have to override it with his static powers. Yeah. Uh, the thing just responds to his voice. Mm-hmm. It can, you, we know it's voice commanded, but it's yeah. voice commanded to Bruce. Like, this is like, a really easy fix where you just have, like, Alfred contact him or whatever. And Alfred's obviously going to be like, oh, you're that uh, nice young man. Yes, go ahead. And if they couldn't afford, like, another guest voice, they just have, like, just come in at the end of the scene where he's on the screen. Mm-hmm. And Virgil goes, you know, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Because he can't call him Alfred because that would. That would tip the secret yeah, identity. Exactly. But, you know, hey, thanks. Thanks, Batman's butler. <laughs> Your weird old friend really helped me out. In a tuxedo. Mm-hmm. Is this gentleman ghost? No, sir, I'm still very much alive. <sighs> uh. Uh, now, if you'll excuse me, I have a Tyrannosaurus to polish. <laughs> wow. Uh, there's, uh, a, there's a lot happening at Batman's house. Well, that's true. Mm-hmm. I love you. You pointed this out in your summary as well. I loved the Joker trying to zap Virgil with his uh, buzzer. Oh, it's so good! And then Static reaching out and say, "Oh, oh, is this what you were trying to do?" And then shocks him ten times harder. Like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, perfect. And Batman's just like, "That was pretty funny." Yeah, I I've never actually tried that. And That's Tim's very good. Like, that was pretty funny. That <laughs> really? Um, yeah, nearly killed someone. It's hilarious. That I. Oh. Yeah. I gotta go. Mm-hmm. You're my new favorite, Static. Can I call you Robin? I don't know. Excuse me. You're my new favorite. Static! Shock! They took that out of the they new song. They absolutely did. He doesn't say, I'm a shock to your system, and nope. the Master Shake's not there anymore. <laughs> I'll miss him, but not that much, because he's Master Shake. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they, uh, I don't... Uh, I think I like the new theme song a little better. You were not impressed. I don't like either of them. Yeah. The new uh, one's a little better, but there's a there's a, a big change to the score as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, they have a new uh, music guy. Yeah. And, you know, hey, good. Season two, try something new. That's fine. Yep. But so there's more incidental music that's like songs with lyrics, and I, I kind of like that. Mm. It's a show about a teen. Yeah. And it sounds like there's pop music playing, so that's all right. But, but the the score itself is played on super super cheesy synthesizers. Like I know synthesizers in the early two thousands sounded pretty good, mm-hmm. particularly the ones you could probably get working for Warner Brothers. Yeah, but like they go for this like cheesy pipe organ sound when they play. Like Batman shows up and they you know of course they play the theme song mm-hmm. and it sounds so bad without an orchestra. Yeah, it's it's real rough. And it, it really underlines just the, the changes to the score and how not great they are. Because in the other episode, I noticed, like, oh, yeah, they're just mostly doing this on a synthesizer 
but it's a real bad synthesizer. Mm-hmm. And it just mm-hmm. sounds like the music itself is okay. It's just being played poorly. And it's like, come on, just get a better instrument. Yeah. So it's, that's unfortunate. Again, like, you, Warner Brothers doesn't even have to buy new ones. I'm sure they have some. No, they probably got, like, whole rooms of them that, like, you know. They don't remember they have. Right, exactly. Um, What else? Oh, I, I want to talk about uh, Shiv. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, he's a he, he's terrible. He sucks. I hate him. Yeah, but he continued to be hateable in a very specific way in this. Like, he started sucking up to the Joker. Yep. And that's I, that's very good, because that's exactly what he would do. It absolutely is. Um, And we, we got the introduction of uh, Hermes as a kangaroo, is how yeah. I described him. <laughs> yep. Because it's Phil Lamar doing his sort of uh, Jamaican-ish type thing. Mal said the same thing. She's like, is that the guy from Futurama? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, he's a he's a kangaroo dude. It's mm-hmm. uh it's not the best thing. It's I, fucking I, bad is what it is. But I thought about this. Uh-huh. I, I got to thinking about like why is it this group? Mm-hmm. Why is it these guys specifically? And it's cause you need flunkies. You need oh, guys yeah. that the Joker can beat up. If Ebon was around, mm-hmm. he would be trying to like undermine the Joker. He would yeah, be absolutely. he wouldn't want to be in charge. He's the type of villain that wants to be in charge. It's the same with like uh uh Puff and the big dumb guy. Like mm-hmm. you need the B team. You can't get the actual local all-star team because the real evil guys will want to run the show and yeah. Joker doesn't like that. So uh also we learned that you can put hot guy out with fire extinguisher which seems mm-hmm. pretty fucking easy. Yep, yep. I love how pathetic that guy is. It makes me so happy. It's I just mean, like, yeah, I've got a fire extinguisher. Oh, so your powers are just useless then. Like mm-hmm. you can you can burn people and throw hot dogs, but like honestly, end of the day, you do, you do kind of suck. Well, that's the thing is how do you how do you top throwing hot dogs? Like you that's, can't. It's you impossible. You peak at that point yeah. and at that point everything else is just kind of a pale, you know, like oh. Yeah. Well, I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna reach that hot dog high again. No, that was. Uh, some people peak in high school. This guy peaked throwing hot dogs at people in a park. Mm-hmm. Throwing hot dogs at people in a park is also the name of a poem, I think, <laughs> or possibly a song from the '60s. I'm a song from the '60s. Uh, one other thing. I I don't think I'd seen the Joker use the uh, giant vaudeville hook to pull someone off off nope. stage before. That's a good one. But I've spoken at length about my love of classic comedy props, and that is mm. way up there. I can't believe we've never done a, a giant vaudeville hook. If we ever, ever do a live show again, God willing, yeah. um, I will absolutely pull you off a stage with a giant hook. Yeah, I, I am 100% willing to always be the one who, at the receiving end of the, you know, the abuse. I appreciate that. I don't expect you to take a pie in the face or slip on the banana peel or, or mm-hmm. anything like that. that I'll, I'll do all that, unless you mm. want to. But, yeah. you know, I'll take the beating. I don't mm-hmm. care. I don't have the uh, I don't have the affection for those that you do. Ah, that's too bad. It would be, it would be wasted on me. Yeah, that's too bad. Whereas you actually like you would thoroughly enjoy those things, and you should yeah. have them. And if I get hurt, like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. It's okay. I said this we, before, but when I hit you in the face with a pie, I was so worried about breaking your nose. I know you've said that. That's I know. why we practiced. I know, but and still we used at the an time, aluminum pie tin. Mm-hmm. Still at the time, I'm like, oh god, I'm gonna feel terrible if I hurt him. If you had done that, it would have been fine. I would have been okay with that. Uh, I, I would have loved it. I would have felt bad forever. You you want to know? This is completely off topic, uh-huh. like That's it fine. usually is for us. Um, I think if you edited out all the stuff not about the shows we review, each each episode of our show would be about 15 minutes. Yeah, and it would just be summary. <laughs> yeah. And even those do, like uh, uh, digress quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But the worst uh, injury I ever got on stage was when we uh, screened uh, the first episode of Star Trek Discovery after we had just finished covering Enterprise. Mm-hmm. And we put up a, a screen, a, a paper screen. We said, hey, the screen's broken. Sorry, we have to use this. Mm-hmm. And we started showing Enterprise. And I flew up in a rage and tore the thing apart, <laughs> threw myself at it, landed on my knees, oh. screaming. I, it was amazing. Got a big laugh. Got it on video. It mm-hmm. looked great. But. My knees hurt for like a month. Wow. Worth it. That was great, by the way. You heard me say I got a laugh. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you were there, you know. I was. All right. Anyway, anything else about this episode? Uh, uh, let me just give you my quote, which is yeah, a line that uh, uh, Virgil says that made me laugh out loud. All right. Well, now we got to find it. Joker just grabbed Batman and Robin. Oh, no. How did you get away? I didn't get away. They trapped me in a tunnel. I wasn't even worth capturing. Virgil's got a lot of those. He's so upset that he got trapped. Like, he's really embarrassed that he got trapped in a tunnel. I like that him losing the bat thing is never like a plot point. Like, someone stole mm-hmm. it or hacked it or whatever. He's just like, no, he's a he's a teen kid with a lot of shit going on, and he just mm-hmm. lost it. That's all that uh-huh. happened. I it like happens that. like that sometimes. I know, but it's I, I just assumed it would be significant to the plot somehow, and it wasn't. It nope. was just an embarrassing thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this kid. Meanwhile, somewhere out there, someone found a radio that looks like a bat. Like, Batman's going to get a call a month from now that's like, just... Hello? So I said... Yeah. Mabel? It's So you're saying it's a bat butt dial? It's a bat butt dial. Mm-hmm. Or a butt. bat butt. Mm-hmm. Oh, terrible. Mm-hmm. All right. It is terrible. Ready to move on to replay? I am ready to move on to... That is not what that episode is called. Isn't um, it? No, no, it isn't. Power. Yeah, it's something. power play. Replay was last time. I forgot yeah. to change the, uh, I, I replayed replay. Yep. I need to type in the words power play. Power hey, Maggie, you ready to play. move on to power play? Boy, Al, I sure am, you know? I'm going to have to remember to edit that. I'm not going to edit that. <laughs> All right. Let me tell you about power play. Static walks in on Richie doing something deeply embarrassing, which is an occurrence so commonplace <laughs> that I'm not sure why I'm even bothering to include it in my summary. Except this time he's pretending to be a superhero, which ends up being foreshadowing since he gets superhero powers in the next scene. Wait, is that even allowed if you're not a bang baby? I thought putting the trademark symbol, the copyright symbol, and the registered trademark symbol after that would be funny, but I guess that doesn't translate to radio. Unless I describe my joke with a parenthetical, vaguely self-deprecating joke like this one. Good work. Anyway, it turns out you can get powers another way. By hanging out in the super sketchiest part of town, you can tell because they're advertising a neighborhood called Stucco City, (laughs) I guess. Real sketchy. And saving some old dude who, by rights, should have been voiced by Christopher Lloyd. This guy's not even Dan Castellaneta, who's Christopher Lloyd's authorized voice substitute TM. This guy played Fletch's editor in Fletch. Big whoop. (laughs) But it is a big whoop because this guy now has bestowed upon Richie the ability to continue being a self-absorbed dork. But now he can also shoot energy and make Steven Universe bubbles. Naturally, this leads him to assume that he's better than Static, so he becomes a superhero who calls himself Push, a novel by Sapphire. (laughs) Nobody's going to get this reference. I don't even get this reference. (laughs) Turns out Not Christopher Lloyd has a whole gang of teens doing crimes for him. Oh, not another (laughs) one of these. And they're called Run and... No, not DMC. Jump, obviously. Run, Jump, and Push, a novel by Sapphire, need regular recharges from Ragtag. That's the old man's name, apparently. Or they'll lose their powers and start feeling shitty. Oh, I get it. It's a drug metaphor. Fortunately, drugs are extremely easy to stop using, and Richie does this and allows Static to save the day. Ragtag flees the scene, but we all know it won't be long until we see the likes of him again. 
After all, he's a crusty old stranger whose entire deal hinges on people being willing to walk up and touch him willingly. And since that happened like four times in the past 22 minutes, it's bound to happen again soon. <laughs> like, his thing doesn't work unless people touch him, and he's just like, he, he looks like a, like, I know we're not supposed to say homeless person. I don't remember mm -hmm. what it is we're supposed to say, so I apologize I for that. housed person. But he, he looks like someone who's down on his luck. And yeah. Just, just, like, you want to help him, but maybe don't go up and grab him, necessarily. Mm -hmm. You might startle him, if nothing else. Yeah. And, but people keep walking up and touching him. Mm-hmm. Like, and his stick. He's got a magic stick. I don't think it's magic, but this kind of ties into your bad thing. You really wanted some magic. Oh, yeah. Um, so I was really hoping that Ragtag would turn out to be the devil at the end of this episode. <laughs> really? Instead of just a guy. He, he's got a real needful things weird old man who gives you powers, but like you, you have to pay an evil price or whatever thing going on. And I was just like, oh, so clearly Richie met the devil. Maybe and a devil. There's also, like, a bit where, like, so, like, um, his two guys run and DMC. jump. Mm -hmm. God, yeah, those are terrible. Yeah, names. he names his guys after uh, verbs. Yeah. <laughs> run, jump, and push. Yeah. Uh -huh. here's, my, uh, here's my guys. Run, jump, and climb trees. Mm-hmm. Here's Skip. Uh-huh. That worked for a Skip. Mm-hmm. Oh, Skip. Uh, <laughs> um, no, and I just assumed this is like, oh, we're doing like one of those things where like the devil gives you powers or whatever. I just, I don't think this show, like the show is still very much for kids. I know. The devil gave Veronica powers one time. Veronica Lodge? Yeah, that's her. When? In one of the comics. Oh, all right. And those are definitely for kids. Well, are you talking about Vampironica? No, that's a different one. Okay. This uh, was like a base level, like... <laughs> This was a straight-up... Run-of-the-mill run yeah. Archie comic. It was called something like Satan Run or whatever. No, it was probably a bad pun. Satan's waiting or something. Yeah, th there you go. Thank you. No, that was a Bugs Bunny comic, but, mm -hmm. you know, or a cartoon, rather. It was called, like, Fun Run or Food Dude or whatever. Yeah. You get it. Yeah, I, of course I get it. I read lots of Archie comics. That's yeah. why I love Riverdale so much. Yeah. That's not why. <laughs> I do like Archie comics, but... Mm -hmm. But no, the devil shows up and is like, hey, Veronica, I'll give you some powers to, like, date mm -hmm. Archie or whatever. All right. Destroy I already Betty. sold my soul. I'm rich. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, like... Uh, first of all, I don't think the devil's going to show up in any of this stuff. We were talking about this before we started, mm -hmm. and I, Justice League gets into some weird metaphysical stuff, but I don't think we go to the full-on devil. No. We might, but... No, the closest we get is uh, Etrigan. Right. Um... I think I think we end up in hell at some point, though. We might, or it'll be like a hell realm or well, something. Uh, realms. Mm -hmm. But uh, you uh, love a realm. Dead man shows up, and isn't he from hell or something? No, he's an acrobat who died and uh, couldn't go to heaven until he said his own name or something. <laughs> and so he went back to the love tester machine. <laughs> While shopping for some cans, yeah. and acrobat passed away. It's well, a story as old as time. <laughs> No, I don't know. I d it didn't, like, it's weird that it bothered you. I understand thinking of the devil in that bit, but mm -hmm. it, it didn't actually bother me or anything. Oh, so this guy should be the devil. No. Oh, the other thing is, though, there's a, the right at the beginning, mm -hmm. like, um, when he shows up for the first time, it they, they cut to um, his two guys, like, sitting on... Um, the uh the like a playground or whatever yeah. and you're not sh they just appeared there and then they disappear and all they do is laugh i'm like yeah. oh that's actually kind of creepy like i like that a lot yeah and then it just turned out they were two dudes yeah 
Jump actually had pretty cool powers. I mean, they're just like teleport powers, but mm-hmm. the way they were animated, I actually really liked. Yeah. He like sort of reduces to a little point, and then the point zips around, and then he pops yep. up at the other end, and it's it's it looks neat. Yeah, it's a neat look. Yeah. Um, which you just said, but backwards. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm in a weird place today. Oh, it's okay. It's uh, but it, uh, I didn't dislike that. I didn't even dislike their dorky matching outfits. Mm-hmm. I didn't completely hate that it was a drug metaphor, although you know it could have been done a lot better. Uh, it's usually not. No, it's not. I refer you to Willow using magic. Mm-hmm. Oh God, that was so fucking bad. It did. It didn't bother me like it did bother a lot of people. But uh, mm-hmm. but I I know you know it wasn't the best. But <laughs> the thing is, this is not a Buffy podcast. You can talk about drugs, mm-hmm. but it's hard to get specific about how addiction works. Yeah. But then they made it real easy for Richie to walk away. Like I said in my summary, so it's like, well, okay, if you're really gonna do this, you yeah. need to make you need to add an extra story beat where Richie's absolutely not giving this up because he he feels important for the first time mm. powerful for the first time and instead he's just like i don't have any powers well better call virgil guess i don't have powers mm-hmm. my powers saul won't be around for a few more years so i better call mm. virgil <laughs> i would love if he called saul mm-hmm. now he's, he's still just jimmy mcgill at this point yep I was, uh, we, we stopped at an estate sale yesterday. You might have seen me tweeting about this. And mm. they, no shit, had a whole drawer full of old cell phone, like d- drawer full of burner phones. Amazing. Saul Goodman style. And someone on Twitter was like, yeah, they're probably old cell phones that they just never threw away and mm-hmm. felt bad about and they're just in a drawer. Like, yeah, probably, but I like my d- explanation better. Yeah. Was there a Hello Kitty one in there? Uh, no. Yeah. Just, just, but a bunch of just old school 2002 sure. flip phones. Yeah, I've got a couple of those kicking around, too, just because it feels weird to throw them away, you know? There was a website that was buying them back for a while. Mm-hmm. Not for much, but I'll take five bucks over the Nothing. guilt of a cell phone. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think I still have my BlackBerry kicking around somewhere. Ooh. The one that had, like, the little mouse nubbin in the middle. Oh, nice. Yeah. I have my Palm Pilot, but that's just because I'll never get rid of that thing. Yeah, of course. Why would you? Yeah. Uh. Uh. My bad thing. Yeah. So they, I said they got ma- dorky matching outfits, which are bad, but also mm-hmm. it works for me because sure. they're on a team and they have all got sort of like track suits that are different colors. And yeah, mm-hmm. all right. But Richie doesn't even try to disguise his face when he starts being a superhero. Like he and Virgil know all about this shit. They talked about this at length. Yeah. And Virgil wears a mask. And I have a lot of problems with people not recognizing Virgil. I bring that up a lot. Yeah. But Richie's just wearing different glasses. Mm-hmm. He already wears glasses. He's just wearing slightly different ones. Yep. They're they're not disguising anything. I I currently own two different pairs of glasses and like imagine like this is like if I spent the weekend at your house and like changed into my black ones the next day and you were like, "Who the fuck are you? Get out of my house." <clears throat> I mean, you you have changed your style of glasses, uh, you know, since I saw you last, which was like a year. Mm-hmm. I, and what I think I said was those those look good on you. They suit the shape of your face nicer. Yeah. But you didn't look like a different person. <laughs> I mean, actually, I probably did. Well, okay, but there's other <laughs> shit going on there too. If Richie had also been getting uh, extensive hormone injections, then yeah. <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> I was gonna gonna say earlier, and I'm not sure. If if it's it's not in such bad taste that I'm not going to say it, mm-hmm. but it might be borderline. Now that you got more estrogen pumping through you, I think you mm-hmm. might like Riverdale more. Is what I was going to say. Fair, I give it a shot. Like I, I'm just I just you you made this joke yourself where you mm-hmm. said like you might 
give all that Regency stuff Amanda's into another shot. Like, yeah, let's see how far this rabbit hole goes. It yeah. goes very far, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I figured. Yeah. But, maybe I do care about feelings now. Yeah. Maybe you care about soap operas now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe you'll be the only other person than me. <laughs> <laughs> I did like uh, I did like Dark Shadows, but uh, that had vampires. We did watch. Uh, we we occasionally watch Rift Tracks together, and we watched a couple of real melodramatic Rue McClanahan oh, movies that yeah, you we enjoyed. Did. So, yep. <sighs> um, my good thing actually mm-hmm. kind of ties into what I just said. I like uh, about Rue McClanahan. No, about yes. um, about Richie and Virgil knowing all the tropes of superheroes mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, once again, they don't waste a bunch of time disbelieving things. Richie gets powers. And 30 seconds later, the next scene mm-hmm. was them testing the powers like the little junior scientists that they are. Yeah, absolutely. Instead of, no, you don't. It must just be a coincidence. The, the, the That bus, like, uh, stopped before it hit the puppy and you just happened to be there or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no, he got powers. It happens. It happened to you. Mm-hmm. And now it happened to him. Let's happened let's to a lot of out. people. But, but these guys always do that. And I love it. Yeah. It's narrative. First of all, I like the characters being sort of aware of it. But. Second, narratively, it skips over a lot of that tedious, we, the audience, mm. know what's going on, and we have to wait for the characters to catch up. I hate yeah, that so it's much. it's exhausting. Yeah. yeah. It's it's the same with the secret identity thing, but, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, what was your good thing? Uh, let's see. Oh, so there's a bit in this where uh, Richie is, basically just blows up at Virgil for like, it's like, I had, pow- I, I had powers, you're jealous of me, all that crap. Mm-hmm. And he shoots Virgil with a beam or something. Mm-hmm. And Virgil looks genuinely surprised and hurt that his friend did this to him. Yeah. And that is really good face acting from an animated character. Yeah. No, it's good animation. It's like, it's, ju- it's just like, it's like a look at just complete betrayal and it's really good. It's, that's kind of what I was talking about with them upgrading a little. Like the show looks, mm. it still doesn't look as good as the others, unfortunately. No. But it definitely looks better than it did last season. Mm-hmm. I think this isn't what happened, but it. But my head cannon is, oh shit, Batman's coming over. <laughs> Everybody, Which, clean up! Batman's coming over. Get the good animation. Put the bad animation team. Give them a vacation. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna fire them, but uh, look, get them out of town. Batman's gonna be here. We need our best. Like, put on our best pants. Mm-hmm. 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 <sighs> Batman can't know that we have things. Ba- Batman can't know that someone throws hot dogs. <laughs> Come on, well, man. Well, then you probably shouldn't put the hot dog throwing guy in the Batman episode. Probably not. Uh, was, hot was, dog, you're going on vacation this week. It's oh, hot man. spot. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. It's hot dog. Get out of here. <laughs> I thought Batman was coming over. He sure is. Yeah, bye. There's a mountain bike for you in the basement. <laughs> So there was some, I actually, I had a different quote down and I'm going to use this one instead because Mm -hmm. uh, uh, this one was better. Uh, There's a bit where they're talking about who their favorite superheroes are Mm -hmm. and Virgil does this. (laughs) I'm sorry, Rich. But hey, man, it's no big deal. Sometimes I still pretend to be Green Lantern. Hail, Guardians of the Universe. And the reason I love that is because Phil Lamar, Mm -hmm. I don't think he might have been playing Green Lantern by this point. Yeah, I think he was. Mm-hmm. does the voice for Green Lantern yeah. and switches to his Phil Lamar doing Green Lantern voice mm-hmm. as static. It's great. Oh, it's so good. Oh, God. Yep. I just, I, I very much, like, he's a very versatile 
voice actor and and mm-hmm. I know for a fact these characters meet at some point and they talk to each other and it doesn't sound yep. like the same guy talking to himself. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's just cute it's, that this kid looks up to this guy who also does his voice. Isn't that also like the older version of Static too? Like that's really interesting. Uh, I I don't know who I don't remember what he sounded like. I assume mm-hmm. it was Philomar, but I don't actually remember. Sure. Um. But yeah, that uh, the the quote that I was gonna use, I think we mm. both enjoyed, which was uh, when uh, Virgil walks in on Richie pretending to be a superhero. Yeah, and he says, uh, "I came in at heinous henchman." <laughs> Richie, dork. if you don't want to make, if you don't want your friend to make fun of you for uh, for dressing up in a really shitty superhero costume and running around the room, uh, do that shit at home. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Maybe put a put a lock on the uh, fortress or the 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 abandoned car lot of uh, solitude. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, what else? What else? That is uh, about all that I have. Yeah, I think that might be it. I do like a uh, uh, Richie whacking ragtag in the face with a lawn chair. That was pretty funny. <laughs> oh no, my only weakness. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you can tell he's not the devil. The devil can handle a lawn chair, no problem. Only one lawn chair, though. Yeah. No, you get a whole, like, uh, like like if the Titanic was, like, tilted and he was at the bottom of it, like, and all mm-hmm. the all the deck chairs hit him in the face, that's it for him. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. I'm trying to think of a scenario where a bunch of chairs would hit someone at the same time, and that's all I could come up with. There's not many. There's no. not many, which is probably, maybe that's why the devil is so powerful. Yeah, that could be. Because chairs obey the laws of gravity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the devil doesn't. We all know this. Yeah. Uh, he's he's bound to f- uh, fiddle contests that he himself makes the rules for, though. <laughs> Saw a meme recently pointing that out. Wait a minute, you you set the terms and you judged who won, and you still mm-hmm. lost. I don't know what to tell you. This guy's a really good fiddle player. Mm-hmm. How just, you doing? I'm the devil. Well, the robot devil. Yeah. Uh-huh. I assume. I do 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 do. That's what you what you get on level five. <laughs> There was also, Dwayne McDuffie wrote this one, and it's got mm-hmm. some of his great wordplay in it. There is yep. an excellent uh, bit at the end that I absolutely loved. It was just a pun. Mm-hmm. But it was, uh, okay, we need to settle who's who's more powerful. Okay, no quarter asked, no quarter given. And then a pause. Give me a quarter, because they go to the arcade. <laughs> it's adorable. Uh, These kids, I love when the kids are I, kids. Yep. It's very good. Uh, anything else? I think that's everything I got. Yeah, me too. These, yeah. these. I mean, this one I thought I hated, and the more we talk about it, it's like, okay, I like this. I like yeah. this. Maybe I didn't hate this episode. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, oh, we you had to hate Richie, though, so that might be part I, of it. I, Richie was okay in this one. Like, I understood mm. where he was coming from, at least. He's just kind of a dick. He is kind of a dick. And I feel very uncomfortable anytime he appropriates, like, hip-hop slang. Yeah. With his black friend, it just feels like, oh, Richie, you need to stop that. Sweetie, you, you, don't, you can't. Don't call him bro, please. That makes Ugh. me very uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like um, when when you called out uh, Malcolm McDowell talking about the hood. Yep. Just like, no, please, please don't do that. Please. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, we got an appearance by, uh, uh, as you call her, Richie's hot mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, who Richie's had, like, hot mom, Maggie, who is goals. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, and she showed up to tell us what Richie's middle name is and then go mm-hmm. away. Yep. I don't know why that happened. Gr- goodbye, Richie's hot mom. We'll see you again in this season. Mm-hmm. I assume. Maybe. But they they have the animation model. It would be a waste not to. Mm-hmm. Hope we get into uh, her divorcing Richie's shitty dad. Yeah, that'd be great. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else? Uh, that's everything. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all for this time as mm-hmm. ever. And now I need to stall because I don't have the list up. But next week, Maggie, why don't you uh, say well, Next week we're doing some other no, no, stuff. No, no, no. Just uh, while I look up what's next, why don't you, I don't know, do a dance or something. Uh, Maybe not uh, something so visual. Oh, damn. That was oh, really shit. Good dance. Oh, shit. Next week. Uh-huh. Next week we have an episode called Brother Sister Act, which I don't know anything about. All right. And we also have an episode called Static Shack. Oh no! And that's not shack like like an old house. That is S H A Q, as in mm-hmm. Shaquille O'Neal, the basketball uh-huh. player. Yep, the famous basketball. The basketball player is so famous that I know who he is. Yeah, exactly. I know a handful of uh, basketball players, and it's probably the Olympic Dream Team from the early nineties mm-hmm. because yep. those were the famous enough guys that I knew, and that's it. Yep, it's Michael Jordan, Shaq, um, Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman, mm-hmm. uh, the guy who was in the second, um, uh, the second Space, uh, Jam? Space Jam. Well, that's uh, I think that's LeBron James, isn't LeBron it? LeBron James. But that's a current guy. I'm thinking of the '90s guys. Yeah, yeah. And um, I know the white guy, Tate. Larry Bird. No, there's the white guy, Larry Bird. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was in uh, Jordan versus Bird, a Nintendo game that my friend had that I played but hated because I needed to play Nintendo but hated basketball. Mm-hmm. Well, didn't you used to have a situation where you would rent a game and you'd just be stuck with it? Yeah. I remember that. Mm-hmm. So I played Wall Street Kid, the worst oh, Nintendo game. Yeah. That's true. You mm-hmm. did. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Static Shack mm-hmm. next week. That is potentially exciting. And uh, I believe our friend Fred will be joining us for that. Excellent. Because when I, when I announced to everyone, there's an episode called Static Shack, everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was clamoring to get to that one because uh, that, that there will be a lot to talk about there oh there sure will be so and i don't think fred knows much about basketball either so you'll have three extremely white non-sports people mm-hmm. talking about one of the major sports figures of our time so yep enjoy that mm-hmm. uh as ever if you uh would like to write to us our email address is kids love batman podcast at gmail um, mm-hmm. This show's going by very quickly, so our next mail show will actually be in, I don't know, a couple months, I think. So, wow. Uh, yeah, we are shooting through this. Uh, they did four seasons, but they're seasons of 13 episodes each. So, Oh, uh, yeah, that checks out. So, yeah, we'll be done in uh, 12, 18, seven, like 17 weeks. Not that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So three more months, I think, something like that. Mm-hmm. Not that long. Yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah, and the website is uh, kidslovebatman.com. You can get to the archives and, like, uh, Vichelle's uh, bonus art and all that stuff there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, and if you want to hear us reviewing uh, Batman the Brave and the Bold, uh, all you got to do is kick in as little as $1 a month to Mm -hmm. our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Algar. We're we're having a good time with that show, too. So check that out. Good show. You'll have fun. Yeah. And, uh, oh, I'm on Twitter. I'm at Algar. I'm at at Maggie Robots. And that's all for this time. Yeah. See you, folks. Twala, bang babies. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt. Copyright 2022, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.